0: And, and I've got really good news A lot of the constriction, restriction and pressure was due to what Jupiter had been doing over the last few couple years. He is going to be entering into Pisces this year, which means for us that intense pressure will ease and we'll have some time where we can rest, honestly.
1: everyone. I'm Sid Sharice.
0: And
2: I'm David Bosher.
1: And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast.
2: Where we teach you to salon differently. Have you heard of this company called Hair Story?
1: You mean the styling line that features essentials for everybody?
2: Yeah, it's the same styling line that allows you to sell retail online and still make a large commission.
1: I'm pretty sure it enhances natural texture and health and makes curls very happy. It also
2: works for my really stick straight hair.
1: Let's tell our listeners how they can get a free product from Hair Story.
2: Go to hairstory.com slash DTH.
1: I just got a new customized booking website. That's genius. Yeah, Gloss Genius.
2: Gloss Genius has one of the lowest processing fees in the industry at 2.6% with no hidden fees and free same-day deposits.
1: DTH listeners get their first month free on us as well as your very own stunning credit card reader, an $80 value. To sign up, visit dth.glossgenius.com.
2: Sid, you are... An Aries, correct?
1: <laughs> I am an Aries and you are a Pisces, correct?
2: Correct. So I have no idea how we've created a business together, but we have.
1: Very something in the cards aligned just right.
2: Exactly. For success and, and profit. <laughs> I know that all of our listeners out there, at least most of them, love astrology. They're obsessed with astrology, they're interested in it. And I think that we have a really oppor- a cool opportunity as people that are also interested in astrology to bring some practical applications of astrology into business. And we've done
1: this a few times and they were so successful.
2: Yes. So we are excited to bring our longtime friend and favorite astrologer, Joshua Robbins. He is going to be joining us and he's going to be telling us all about what the hell is going on. I should be the (laughs) second name, Josh. What the hell is going on with Joshua Robbins? Hi, guys.
0: Hi. <laughs> There's a lot
2: going on. Oh There's a goodness. lot going on. So Tell us
0: that we're all gonna going to be
1: okay on. and make a ton of money.
0: We're all going to be okay and we're going to make a ton of money. Great. Right. Are you <laughs> just That's saying the end. That?
2: That's the end of the podcast.
0: <laughs> podcast over. <That's> <laughs> so
2: I know that a lot of our listeners out there, you know, they've had their chart read or they've been interested in astrology or they they read blogs or whatever out there their sign. But today you're going to be teaching us a little bit more about the planets, the eclipses that are coming up and how they're going to be affecting us in the year and years to come, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, really to understand where we're going, we really have to understand where we came from. Um, We just had, I'm sure you all heard about it, the Great Conjunction. Mm. Right, everybody's heard about the Great Conjunction. TikTok made me think
1: that the world was going to (laughs) end. Well, in in, (laughs) in a way...
2: There were more reasons I thought the world was ending, and it was not because of what TikTok said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In a way, in a way, they're kind of right. Um, uh, What happened in the Great Conjunction, it's the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. Okay, and this last one happened at zero degrees Aquarius, which ended a 200-year cycle of these conjunctions and a 20-year cycle of these conjunctions. Without getting into the weeds, essentially, we're moving from an Earth period into an air period.
1: Are you saying that okay? like these two planets were in a relationship for 200 years, pretty much? In Earth signs, Oh, yep. my so they
0: were God. In- yeah, they were camped out, they were in the forest, they were growing their own food mm-hmm. and now they've decided that they want to take to the clouds. They're oh ready to' my God. They're ready to get on a plane or or a helicopter and they're they're ready to just take off.
2: does that, uh, does and- that have anything to do with the pandemic being an uh, air related virus?
0: It, there's, there's a connection. Yeah, there is a connection to that. The, the main thing that these conjunctions do is they basically put signposts in history and they say what's happening on a global level to uh, us as a species and humanity at large. And so when we're looking at the great conjunction that happened in Aquarius, we need to understand that we are leaving behind all of the things that we used to put our uh, comfort, security in. All of that stuff is now going into the past and new things that will bring us more abundance, more sustenance, more security, but in a different way, completely different way. You know, the, if you think about this period of 200 years, we were pulling things out of the ground. We had the Industrial Revolution. We were able to do manufacturing and the, the what was it, the Henry Ford, the, the, the production line, right? Yeah. And so all of this stuff happened during this 200 year of earth sign conjunctions. Wow. We've left that. And now we're moving. And also think about how we were, you know, we were uh, crude oil and and gold, the gold rush, you know, back in California, like all that stuff, earth signs. But now we're leaving that and we're moving into air. So these conjunctions are going to happen in air signs, which means we, we're looking at it now. We're actually, you know, we're recording this. I'm in. I'm in the in cloud. A, <laughs> yeah. yeah we're in the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm here in South Florida. You guys in, are in New York. There's no. There's no limitation of the physical, which is what Earth represents, the, the physical world, physicality and its limitation. We're no longer going to be limited by that. So uh, you see all of this expansion of technology. What we've seen now is nothing compared to what we're going to see even within the next 10 years. Wow. Absolutely nothing. I mean, I'm talking... It's like terrifyingly wow. exciting. <laughs> it will have its pro and it will have its time. There's no doubt about that. Um, but we, we want to know that the, the air element really is going to push us towards a quantum leap in the evolution of technology. It's going to completely unlimit us from the, the heaviness of physicality, right? You know, used to we would have to commute to work. Right now, we don't necessarily have to commute to work. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe your folks do, right? But people, No, we no, gotta go to work, go, right? <laughs> but also think how you used to have to book, right? How people used to have to book with hairdressers, right? Now that we're moving in the into this pencil haird-
1: in a book, and you would right? have
0: to call, and you would have to call or walk in, exactly. So now the the digital age, which is really, really going to take off. Being able to uh, anticipate and grab on to technological innovation and integrate that into your business is going to be paramount during this time period. It's because everything, everything is going to become digital. Everything is going to become non-physical okay there's also going to be a lot of changes in 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 uh, how countries run themselves there's going to be changes to monetary systems which really it leads us into the next major aspect of this year so we had the great conjunction in aquarius which means this big change mm-hmm. this big shift out of earth and now into air okay what's happening now is that as saturn is moving through aquarius He's making a square to Uranus. What does that mean? It basically means that there there is a lot of change that's happening in the exact area where we don't want change. Okay? So Uranus is in Taurus. Taurus is the part of our chart that we don't want to change. and We all have Taurus somewhere in our chart. So this square, this difficult aspect between Saturn and Uranus means you've got to get out of whatever comfort zone you're in. And it's usually a comfort zone that you don't realize is a comfort zone. It's mm-hmm. the last place that you would expect to be a comfort zone. So this is really pushing us in very, very uncomfortable ways to revolutionize all the the, the places where we were rooting comfort, security, okay? And this is directly related to monetary systems, right? We see all of sort of the havoc this is wreaking in the world economy. And we see all the craziness that's happening with cryptocurrencies and all the stuff that happened with the uh, with the GameStop, mm-hmm. right? Stock and all this stuff that was going on. All of the things that we used to believe would bring us security and stability That's not there anymore. It's rocking. It's shaking. So it means we've got to really push ourselves to look for a higher type of security, a more, we could say, spiritual type of security, where we're not saying just because I have X automatically means, okay, I'm good. Okay, I'm safe now. Okay, I can relax. So like the house and the picket
2: fence dream is kind of... Changing.
0: It's it's changing. Mm-hmm. It's been fa- it's been falling apart. You know, for for us millennials, we you know we got that slap in the face. You know, back in two thousand eight. which <laughs> like, interesting enough, in college debt. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which interestingly enough, back in two thousand eight, when this whole dream fell apart, uh, that was when Saturn and Uranus were also in a difficult aspect. So everything is cyclical right? So what this really means for us is we have got to be flexible. The last thing that we want to be, especially in business, especially in business, is fixed. Mm -hmm. Anywhere where you say, I'm i not going to do that. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. Guess what? you're
2: doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this because I so, do many, too. <laughs> so many people listen to our podcast or they follow us on Instagram or they've heard our clubhouses and they're like, I would never do that. I can't believe they're talking about that. And then the pandemic hit and a lot of the things that we were talking about became scary. Yeah. So it was yeah. very interesting. And I think everything you're saying just means that Destroy the Hairdresser is on track.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're everyone? constantly trying to think of like ways we can shake it up or get do something different outside or outside
2: of their comfort zone. And you heard it here from Joshua Robbins <laughs> that get ready, buckle up. You got to hire a business coach to help you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have coaches no, to help us. So let, I mean, let me tell you that this this type of energy is so and and I don't say this to scare anybody, but if you're not in the right mindset to be able to handle it and have support there that can help get you through it, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very, very difficult. It's already started. Oh yeah. yeah. We are, we are, we're in the, No one try to run. No, no, there's no getting away from it. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere. (laughs) This, this will follow you no matter where you go, because this is, this is both global and it's personal. So, so this square basically is going to be active all throughout 2021 and it's also going to be in play throughout 2022. So this is really embrace, expect change and be open to it. it and, and know, and know that it will be in an area where you don't really want to change. You're not interested in changing, but If you open your mind and uh, you allow a uh, a coach, uh, a teacher, somebody who can help to expand your mind to a whole new understanding of what is possible. You know, Saturn in Aquarius, what it does is it takes these, you know, Aquarius is an air sign. And so uh, when Saturn's in Aquarius, he takes these out-of-the-box, wild ideas that nobody really ever thought was possible, and he brings them down to Earth. And he says, here's how you do it, right? Cryptocurrency, impossible, mm-hmm. can't happen, right? Guess what? Here's how you do it, right? Mm. So what I'm saying is, is that if, we are, if we're aware, number one, that change is the name of the game, and there's no escaping it. And we know that it's going to come in a way, and it's already started to come in a way, that we are not comfortable with at all. And we are prepared to meet that head on and push ourselves out of the comfort zone for the sake of growing. It's going to be much easier. You know, our teacher um, always talks about, uh, you know, why does a palm tree survive a hurricane? Because it's flexible it bends, you know, all the, and I can say, you know, we've all lived in Florida. We've been through hurricanes, yeah. right? So, <laughs> the trees are literally so, bent in half and still together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the ones that make it are typically the palms because they're flexible. Yeah. Now, you know, uh, is there, is there a hurricane around this? I, I, yeah. I would say there probably is a hurricane going on around this. I mean, look at everything that's been going on over the last, uh, what, are, what are we now? Uh, Uh, 15 months, 16 Mm -hmm. months, Mm -hmm. okay? I mean, uh, uh, 17 months, whatever it's been. If we can open our minds to a new way of thinking and push ourselves out of that comfort zone, we're going to set ourselves up to make this so much easier on ourselves. So much easier.
2: I know that people listening are wondering how it's going to affect them personally.
1: Oh, of course.
2: That's all they're that they're sitting there like They're and like, how? When's he gonna
1: talk about me? And it's probably the Aries that are winning. Yeah.
2: And you're lucky, Aries, because you're number one. But <laughs> but Josh, is there a way to tell the audience how the next year or year and a half or two years is going to affect them, whether it's a, the specific sign or maybe the element of the Yeah.
0: Sign? Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the eclipses. Yeah. Because the eclipses are very personal. Very personal. The eclipses always happen on an axis of signs. They're happening on the Gemini Sag axis. And 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 this is going. So an eclipse is essentially uh, when either the moon blocks the light of the sun or the earth blocks the light of the sun onto the moon. Okay. And what that does is it creates a portal. It creates a portal in time where things exit our lives and new things come in to fill its place, to take its place. Good or bad? Uh, Typically, well, that depends on how we how we approach it. Got it. That depends on our consciousness. Okay. So right now, it's happening on the axis of Gemini and Sag, and this means that these eclipses are occurring on the Gemini-Sag axis in our chart. Okay. the The Gemini says we need to be open-minded. We need to ask more questions. We need to be curious. We need to um, be more flexible and more easygoing. The the Sag aspect of the Eclipse says we need to stop thinking we've got it figured out. We need to stop thinking that we're absolutely right. We need to stop thinking that everything that we thought was true, because if you if you understand what's happened over the last 16, 17 months, Okay, we've literally moved into a new reality. We've moved into a brand new reality. So what these eclipses are saying is they're saying that everything that you thought was true and right and one hundred percent right, guess what? It's not anymore. You Surprise! were right before. You were right before, but you're not anymore. It's, it's so funny because
2: I've we've ha- we do discovery calls with people that are interested in coaching, and everyone that we've talked to is like. You know, what we were doing before worked for like the last ten years and now it's just not it's working. It's not working. And it's and it's kind of what you're saying, like it did work. It was the right thing at a certain time, mm-hmm. but it's not the right thing now. And I think when we don't know that this is happening energetically or with the planets, that we start to say, Oh, it's you know, Generation Z, they they're changing everything and the blame game. You know, yeah, and yes, they they are in a great way, but I think when you understand that the energy is shifting no matter what, you can really yeah. prepare yourself for it and not go into the blame, you know, the next person or the next person or the next person. Right. And just exactly. to be clear, on an axis, you know, Gemini and Sag, they're opposites, right? They're opposite signs. Is right? that Every always sign an has axis? its opposite.
0: Every sign has an opposite. So you're a you're Pisces, your opposite is Virgo. Sid is uh, an Aries. I'm her opposite Libra. Okay, Just so if we, if we love you, <laughs> I love you too, David. Our <laughs>
1: uh, I used to That's tell David why. that our business was so successful because he's like the old man of the signs, and I would like <laughs> go grab him and be like, "Let's go, let's do it!" And then he's like, you know, would calm me down being the baby of the signs. He'd be like, "No, we got to stop. We got to slow down.
0: Slow it down. That's that right." Switchy.
1: Yeah, because now everything
0: switching. that
2: was is no longer
1: exactly. Now I'm like, let's go,
2: and she's like, you know what, dude? I think we
0: should stop. Maybe let's we should take pause. a break. <laughs> You've got some Taurus energy in you too, Sid. Maybe it, maybe yeah. you're
1: leaning into that a little. I bit, might be. You know? Pandemic definitely opened that up for sure. <laughs> My Taurus <tourists laughs> is <are> loving it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, if if we if we look at you know everyone's sign. In terms of an axis, we'll be able to understand the axis of the eclipses, okay? So we'll go through the axis and we'll talk about how the eclipses are affecting this axis. And what I want you guys to do is you can think about this in terms of your sign, which is your sun sign. But also if you know it, it's better to think about it in terms of your rising sign Mm. or your ascendant. Okay? We won't go into the reason why. So I'm a rising Sag. So does that,
2: does this axis mean I'm special?
0: This axis means that these eclipses are affecting you very, very personally. So for all my Sag Even rising
2: more- and my Gemini rising friends, yeah. real for us.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I know let's, so let's- many Sages. <laughs> I'm a, a Sedge Rising too, so oh, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, that's so why Lex- I had
2: to go on Lexapro. That explains everything.
0: <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> Oh well, well, actually, let's talk about that because that's that's interesting. The eclipses, like we said, they they pull stuff that no longer serves us out of our lives, and then they bring new stuff in to take its place. Okay, whether the the loss of that is painful or not depends on how good you are with change and how much you're willing to let go and uh, and embrace growth. So let's look at the axis of signs, and again, you know, remember, think about this in terms of your sun sign. It's better to think about your rising sign. If you don't, I can help you look that up. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. But let's start with the, the axis of the first sign, which is Aries and it's opposite Libra. Okay. Mm -hmm. This means that the eclipses are happening on the axis of uh, the third and ninth house. Okay. Which these are, which is, if you're in Aries, it means this really is letting go of thinking that you've got the answer. I mean, this is directly affecting your belief system. It's asking you to, to stop believing that you've got it all figured out, to stop thinking that you're right, and really open your mind to a more practical, simple way of thinking, to be more simple, to be more curious, to stop wanting to run and gallivant and see the world and instead come back, come back to a more simple understanding and a more simple way of being. If you're Libra, it's the opposite, right? You need to expand more. You need to open your mind. You need to see things differently. And you need to be more curious about what it means to learn. Uh, uh, you know, if that means you need to go back to school or if you need to take another course or if you need to learn something that can help you branch and grow, that's really where you need to be, okay? The next axis is the axis of Taurus and Scorpio. Okay. So if you're Taurus or Taurus rising, Scorpio or Scorpio rising, that means this is that the axis of the eclipse is just falling in your second and ninth houses. Okay. Which relates to money. It relates to your money. It relates to other people's money. It relates to how you pull resources. It relates to how you manage your own resources. And if you're Taurus rising, it means that you need to focus more on your money. You need to focus more on learning new ways to manage your money, branching out and being more curious about how you can invest money, your money differently, maybe buying a new property, finding some new way and being less reliant on other people's advice, other people's thoughts, and other people's investment. Come back to you. What are you willing to invest in? The opposite's true if you're Scorpio or Scorpio rising. You need to focus on how you can help others, how you can pool resources together rather than your own money and what's happening with your money. You you need to think about how can I bring money together with other people? How can I even, even potentially get a loan, right? You may need to borrow money. That's okay. That's supported under this transit, okay? Under these eclipses, okay?
2: So just to recap, the Taurus needs to focus on their own money, and the Scorpio needs to focus on how to pool money, how to how to use their resources
0: when dealing with how to, money. Yeah, and how, well, how to use their resources and combine them with those of others. Okay, right. So how can you come together with somebody else, or how can you use somebody else's money to to bring a, a, a greater level of um, of growth
1: investments. Uh, in, in, in. Yeah, exactly. So Scorpios exactly. need to find investors and open salons. Is what you're saying? Which,
0: yeah, which I mean they're they're good at already. Okay, but this is this is really pushing. This is all pushing us into unfamiliar territory mm-hmm. right. with that square, right? So we want to we want to see where in this area am I am I not open minded enough? Where in this area do I need to ask more questions? Right now, Gemini. And Sag. Okay, so if you're Gemini rising or Gemini sun, or you're Sag rising or Sag sun, I'm Gemini Sag
2: rising. Me too. Um, <laughs> In case everyone forgot.
0: Okay, let's start. Let's start with Gemini, so we, okay. we can uh, crush our ego a little bit. Um, <laughs> anyway, the direction the universe is saying we need to push towards Gemini. This is really relating to Gemini individuality. So this is saying. Stop looking to others. Stop looking to others to to give you any kind of validation. Stop relying on others if you're relying on them reactively for anything. Really come back to you. Come back to who you are. Embrace who you are, right? Clear out a lot of the clutter, a lot of the noise about your identity and how you express yourself in the world. A lot of Geminis under this transit are probably doing a big makeover. Mm. I've been seeing
1: it from Gemini friends. I'm like, okay, look at you acting
0: brand new. Yeah, exactly. Sag and Sag Rising, it's the opposite. It's not about us. It's less about us. It can't be. It's got to be more about the other person. We need to listen more. Listen more to what others have to say. Listen to their ideas. Don't be so caught up in your experience of, well, I've always been right and I've always had the answer. Guess what? You don't have it anymore. Now Gemini's have it.
1: Okay. <laughs> so we need this to. This just messes me up, like thinking about it. I'm like,
0: what is happening?
2: No wonder I, I don't know, know have okay. it anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so it just, it simply, it means we need to really, for those of us who are Sag rising or Sag, we need to focus more on listening to other people, hearing their ideas, being curious, asking more questions with people, especially in the area of one-on-one relationships. And okay, we need to listen to our partners more. We need to be more open-minded about it. if we're single, who we date, right? We need to be, we need to ask to be more open-minded that maybe that type wasn't right wasn't right for us before but maybe that type is now okay so 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 this is asking us to be less me focused and more other focused right the next axis is the axis of cancer and capricorn okay and you guys i feel for you this last year 2020 really really messed you up i know it i feel it i've seen it you i i i empathize with you 100%, but I have good news. It's done. You, know, We've moved on. The heaviness is gone. Let it go. So cancer and heal. Capricorns get a break. <laughs> they get a break. They get a break. Cancers and cancers rising. You really need to think about your mental health. You need to get more rest. You need to go to more private spaces. You need to be by yourself more. You need to heal internally because everything that happened last year was intensely traumatic. It put a lot of pressure on you. And this time, now that the pressure is gone, it's time for you to heal internally. It's time for you to say, okay, how can I really go to a space and have a conversation with my soul? Where did I experience trauma? And how do I heal that trauma? This, this can be a lot of therapy work. It can be spiritual work and meditation work. Uh, but be curious about these things, okay? Be willing to be vulnerable and talk about those soft spaces where you've got hurt, okay? Capricorn and Capricorn rising. This is time for you to come out of your shell and get back into your health care, your physical care routine. You took on so much that you you ran yourself into the ground. So it's time for you to get back into your workout routine. It's time for you to go out. It's time for you to be focused on your diet again, focused on how you're nourishing yourself, the food that you're consuming. You need to eat more healthy. You need to have regular meals. You need to stop skipping meals, okay? So you need to focus on your physical health. Nothing bad's going to happen, but this is how you're going to bring yourself back to say, I already hear the Capricorn say, oh my God, I'm going to get cancer. God forbid. No. <laughs> no, Capricorn, do not go there. Please. Okay. I'm not saying that. That is not what's happening. But the universe wants you to go back and focus on your physical health, on your healthcare routine. If you've been avoiding going to the doctor, go get your checkup. Get your blood pressure checked. Get get all get that back in order. Because a lot of that care that you were putting into it fell apart over the last two years. Okay. Next axis is the axis of Leo. And Aquarius. Okay, so this is Leo rising. Wait, I need a, i need
1: i I'm like ner- so nervous for this. <laughs> Leo is my rising. I'm like, just tell me later. Don't even. We'll just text all the Leos. Yours is not bad about it. We're not <laughs> going to talk about it.
0: I oh, promise, okay. yours is not that bad. Yours is actually <sighs> pretty good. This is actually pretty good. Okay. So Leo and Leo rising, Aquarius and Aquarius rising. Okay. There's a couple of things that we need to talk about here because, because you've got with the eclipses, a focus on your fifth house and your 11th house. Okay. So if you're Leo rising, you've got the, the a more of a focus on creating community, being part of a community, being in the group, being back with your friends, integrating yourself back with your friends. Okay. You need to know that since Saturn and the great, the great conjunction happened in your seventh house, it means that you will need to re, you will need to confront issues within relationships and friendships. Maybe things that went awry. You need to heal these things and you need to take responsibility for these things. Okay. If you are Aquarius rising, that means you need to get back to simply having fun. Stop fighting for the world. The healing and the success of humanity does not rest solely on your shoulders. Go have fun. Please go take a vacation. Go do something that's good You just gave all of
1: the Aquarius permission. They're like, oh, finally.
0: But let me tell you something. Stop saving the world. (laughs) Well, they've got Saturn in their sign, which means this is going to be tough for them. Because Saturn is saying, hey, you've got all this responsibility you've got to do. But listen, Aquarius and Aquarius rising. Yes, you do have a lot of responsibility, but you must also have fun. You must also be creative, okay? You must also think about your kids, okay? You need to be focused on enjoying life. You need to focus less on there's so much that has to change in the world, in my world. There's so much that I am am responsible to change, which yes, you're right, there is. But that doesn't mean that you need to sacrifice having a good time, enjoying yourself, taking some time off. Schedule that in. Make that a part of this year so that you can enjoy this process. Last but not least, the axis of Virgo and Pisces. Okay. So if you're Virgo, Sun or Virgo rising, Pisces or Pisces rising, this is happening on the axis of your, uh, 10th and fourth house. And so the 10th house is career. The fourth house is family. Okay. So if you're Virgo or Virgo rising, this says it's time for you to get your goals in order. Okay. Really organize your goals. Be curious about making new goals, setting new goals. Okay. And really, finding a way to nail down and isolate what specific goals do you want to achieve rather than saying a whole flurry of things in front of you that, that all look good, but you don't know which one to pick. Just pick two, please. Just pick two and go for it, okay? Pick those two, enjoy it, go for it, and don't stress about all the other things that you want to accomplish, okay? And be less about, Family be less about having to, to worry about family, be more focused on how can I set greater goals for myself? Pisces opposite. Okay. You need to worry less about career and you need to focus more on home and family. You need to put your focus on having deep and meaningful conversations with family members. You need to be open to talking to them, having, um, an open minded conversation where you can meet. Uh, where you can come together and have a meeting of the minds and and be open to hearing your family members' thoughts and feelings and what they're going through, right? Less focused on what you're trying to achieve and more focused on how you can rebuild or even build a new relationships with family members and specifically parents, specifically
2: parents. No. (laughs) And that's oh. going to be a no. And thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was
2: amazing. That was amazing. I think, you know, this year has been really rough for people. So I think looking mm-hmm. forward at what the opportunities are going to be is kind of healing in and of itself. And I know that for me, you know, having that mental breakdown. It's funny because you mentioned at the beginning, I said, I made a joke about being on Lexapro. It was, it's kind of, that joke is kind of interesting because you said that this year, you know, things that don't serve us anymore in a really big way have to go. And I think for a long time, someone like myself really lived on anxiety as like fuel Mm -hmm. and then you know, I looked at like medication or mental health help, like, oh my God, I'm weak or something's wrong with me. But then realizing like, oh, maybe like anxiety doesn't work for me anymore. You know, maybe that, maybe all that <laughs> nonsense doesn't work for me anymore. I don't have to, I don't have to live with that to have the things I want. So it was kind of an interesting, it was a joke, but then I was kind of thinking about through this whole process, like, oh, anxiety served me for a long time and it got me, you know, it allowed me to live in New York and it allowed me to do all these things, but Maybe I can do those things without the hangover of anxiety.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to suffer through it. And, and I've, got, I've got really good news. A lot of the constriction, restriction, and pressure was due to what Jupiter had been doing over the last few couple years. He is going to be entering into Pisces for a little bit this year. Okay. I think by the time this podcast comes out, he should still be there. And that's great because he rules Pisces. He's, he's not restricted. He doesn't have to answer to anyone else in the Zodiac, which means for us that healing, that the intense restriction and limitation that we've all been feeling that intense pressure will ease and we'll have some time and we can rest honestly, Truly and deeply no rest.
1: one rested last year. Everybody was so anxious.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then by the time we get into, uh, I think it's at the tail end of 2021, he will enter to Pisces for pretty much all of 2022. And that's going to be great. That means traveling will fully come back. That means um, you know, borders will be open again, we'll be able to be together, we'll be able to hug, we'll be able to connect. It won't be as isolating. So DTH as it's tour
1: twenty twenty two. That's what yes, <laughs> yeah,
0: yes, absolutely.
2: So absolutely, does this when does that little Pisces moment happen? You said it might still be going on in July, but um, what do you know exactly? Like what month people or the can
0: tail be, end of when can
2: people celebrate? Yeah. Let
0: me tell you. So Jupiter goes into Pisces on May fourteenth. Okay. And he will stay in Pisces for a couple months until he retrogrades out and back into Aquarius on July 28th. He'll stay in Aquarius. Well, he'll be a little more restricted until December 30th. So I think that New Year's that New Year's. So really, we can say this
1: is going to be our year. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think that New Year's will be a lot of Jupiter. I think there'll be a lot of drinking, a lot of celebrating, right? Pisces, after all. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and we, have uh,
1: some, we have to do something <laughs> extravagant for New Year's is what you're saying. Celebrate. Yeah,
0: but the one thing that I want to stress is that I don't want us, when we're in a spiritual process or a process of growth, we don't want to just look forward to when things will be better. Because that really pulls us out of the present moment and it makes us miss the uh, enormous opportunity for growth that we have been given over the last, we'll say, two years by now. Okay. So uh, stay in the moment knowing that things are going to get better, but embrace the change embrace the lesson allow it to transform you allow it to change you because the the things that are coming are going to be so wild and cool that we don't want to be the same you know old frumpy dumpy person that we were <laughs> we
1: need to glow up people
0: yeah yeah but we got to we got to get through this in a way that's productive in a way that that supports our growth Because if we're only saying, oh, I can't wait until Jupiter's in Pisces, everything's going to be better. No, things are better now, Mm -hmm. right? Things are better now if we decide to make them better now. Um, So I just want to leave. is everything. 100%. I just want to leave us with that because I don't want us to get fooled by the idea that if I'm not going to do my, my my work, my growth today, that, okay, things are just going to get better when Jupiter goes into Pisces. No, things might actually get worse, God forbid. Okay, you might not be able to handle Jupiter in Pisces if you're not doing the work you need to do now. And that's what we've talked about today on the show. Love
2: that. It's what's that work look like? So for those of
0: you that are listening
2: to this podcast, we want to introduce you to Joshua Robbins for 15% off a regular reading. And you can go to... Astralabove.com slash DTH, correct? Yep. And you can then enter the code DTHASTRO, which is DTH Astro. And that will give you your little 15% gift. And whether or not you use that code, go to Astral Above on Instagram and check out everything that Josh has there. He oh has. Gosh,
1: Josh is doing stuff every week. Like you could literally tune into his every Instagram. Day. And every day. Yeah. And get like a whole consciousness lecture. So like, do not miss out. And this is actually the third episode you've been on, on our podcast since we started, which has never happened.
0: Yeah, I think I'm the only one who keeps coming back. So I, I guess You're I'm the doing only something
1: one yeah. <laughs> We will continue to bring you back. But um, what's great, this episode is very centered around time, but the last two episodes were very much around specific signs around money and business. So go ahead and check those out too, yeah, but ignore those old
2: codes. <laughs> All, yeah. all the way back, um, but yeah, I I think this is a great opportunity for people to get some clarity. Um, we are in a weird year. Hopefully, like you said, we're coming out of a lot of things. But now is the time to really invest some knowledge into yourself. And who doesn't love to learn more about their astrological chart and what's coming up for them? I know that I'll be booking mine soon.
1: I know. So we'll I was like, I need to get hers. a reading. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Josh, thank you so much for sharing all that information with us. And of course, we will have you on again and again and again because I know that people really enjoy this information.
1: Mm-hmm. We oh, love you and pleasure. miss you and I can't wait to uh, hug you again. I love
0: you guys too. Yeah, listen, Jupiter and Pisces is all hugs. Oh, so hugs. So plenty of all hugs, hugs to go the around. The
1: hugs are coming, people. The hugs are coming. Get ready. <laughs> yes, people they are going to be are. like, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, we might be able to hug, but too who many didn't damn want hugs. To. Don't
0: touch me. <laughs> yeah, so ask the Aquarius for permission first.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, All thank right. you so
1: much for being
0: on.
2: Thanks, guys. You guys, thank
0: uh, you. Until next time.
2: Bye. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. We don't know how to use technology. Appropriately, We're mm-hmm. addicted to it, but we don't know how to use it. And Versus I,
1: Gen Z's that are fluent in it.
2: Fluent. And they aren't addicted to it. And I I'll, I laugh when people are like, oh, my Gen Z kid, like, they're so addicted to their phone. I'm like, that's like saying that the generation that first had a car mm-hmm. is addicted to their car. Yeah. They're not addicted to it. They they use it and they need it. And it's part of their life.
0: Oh.